Welcome to Busted Biscuits. I'm Jen Stanley. And I'm Chelsea Super. And today, we are talking about forgiving yourself. Yes, part three. Yes, we have spent the last two episodes talking about forgiveness. The first one was about uh, what is forgiveness. We discussed like like what it is and like why we should do that. Why it's important. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really forgiveness is a really important part of our relationships. Like you have to be able to give forgiveness um, in order for your to relationships to grow deeper and to not like harbor bad feelings towards somebody. Right. And your homework on that one was to go to your Facebook list and figure out. Yes. So we talked about like, yeah, how you find out like who needs to be forgiven is to take a minute and kind of look through Facebook and see, you know, if there's anybody on that list that like you celebrate their demise, (laughs) then that's a good indication that you probably need to offer forgiveness to them. Yes. And so you don't want it to eat you alive. You Mm -hmm. don't want forgiveness or unforgiveness to eat you alive. You want it to be something that you give freely. And so um, if you haven't listened to that, we encourage you to go back and, and listen to that, that episode and, and to really process and chew on that. And then our second episode was how to do it. I sang a song in the beginning. Uh, um, <laughs> if so you missed it, go listen. You should, right? You should. It was a small, small little, you know, hip hop. <laughs> would it be hip hop? I don't even know. Um, so we talked about the acronym um, to to reach. And so if you are looking to forgive somebody, we, we encourage you to R, recall the hurt. So you need to look at it from all the angles and, and kind of consider it. And then E, to offer empathy to the person to try to see it from their situation as opposed to just seeing it from yourself. And then the A is altruistic gift of forgiveness. Like there's been times that you've been offered forgiveness and that felt really good. And so then you would have the opportunity to offer forgiveness to someone else. Mm-hmm. The C is to confess. And so to find someone and say, hey, I've committed to forgiving the situation. Will you hold me accountable for it? And then the H is to hang on to the forgiveness, like to make sure that you don't lose that and don't get like caught up in, in letting those feelings come back up, but that you are committed to forgiveness and you go, you stay with it. And for each one of those, we gave some practical ideas on how to, how to achieve that. We did. That. And then we talked about how to handle it when someone comes to you and confronts your actions and, and you're expecting to give them an apology. apology. Mm-hmm. Like when they come to you and say, you wronged me, like how do you handle that? So we want to make sure that you take a minute to listen to those things and so that you don't miss any of these pieces. But then today we're wanting to talk about how to forgive ourselves. Yes. We talked about this at lunch today. Mm-hmm. What do you think about forgiving ourselves? Uh, sometimes for me, it's the hardest part, right? I can, I can forgive other people a lot easier than I can forgive myself. Why is that? Um, because I have an expectation that I am better than I am, right? Like I want to be somebody better than I am uh-huh. or was. Uh-huh. Uh, and so as a result, when I don't live up to that expectation that I just get disappointed in myself. Mm-hmm. Well, and so we had lunch with my husband, my family, and Jill came and had lunch with my whole family. And then my husband, Todd, was there. And we kind of asked him this question, knowing that we were going to record today. <laughs> and so like, you know, why is it that we have trouble forgiving ourselves? And so he really made the point. It's because like, for him, it's like he knows his thoughts on the inside. Yep. You know, that other people don't know. And so then like he may be able to present on the outside that he's doing well or handling things well, but then he knows what's going on in his head and the thoughts that he's having. And so he's like, you know, you're not, you're not being congruent. Your actions don't, don't match how you feel. And so you know that about yourself. And so then you, you continue to beat yourself up about it. Well, and I think that sets the framework for a lot of what we're going to talk about today, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the things that are inside our head, we may be out there doing walking the walk, but we're not talking the talk. So. Right. Or opposite, you know. May, we've got those thoughts in our heads. So. Yeah, and then we may not be living those out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so forgiveness needs to be governed by truth because we like to lie to ourselves. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that part? Um, well, I think it's easy to... Uh, 
so when you say that, like lie to ourselves, I believe the lies that my that I tell myself, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, in my head, I have these thoughts that say I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I'm stupid, I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm awkward, I don't I shouldn't be doing this, right? Like I could very easily just convince myself to stay home every single day of my life and not interact with people because we do work from home. I do. It's nice. <laughs> It's like a, so it's it's really easy for you to not leave your house. It is most days and I only have get to dressed from the waist up. <laughs> right? I never do that. You don't. You no. you have a full outfit on all I the do. time. You're not in like pajama bottoms no. and a mm-hmm. and a work top. Okay. No, because then I can't focus. Oh, okay. Uh, lies that we tell ourselves. <laughs> the um, but but I I do like I'll you know I'll have an awkward encounter or something and that like that just. I reinforce the fact that that was awkward and uncomfortable and that was my fault and I, I've done mm-hmm. something wrong in mm-hmm. the situation. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do believe the lies that that are in my head. Um, I don't know. How else would you apply that? Well, like why we need truth. Well, so. the, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that's that's a good point, right? What is the truth? Yeah. Well, I do think sometimes we get wrapped up in what our thoughts are. You know, and so we don't, because like what Todd said, like we're in our head. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we don't feel safe enough sharing those thoughts with someone else. And so in doing so, um, we believe them. Yeah. Because like we're not checking in with anybody. They're just floating around. And so I think I've said this on the podcast before, and I know I definitely say it in sessions that um, whatever you, if you, if you have a thought and it's like in your head and you never say it out loud, like it sounds different. As soon as you speak it out loud, you're like, wait, that's what I think. (laughs) Like, like that doesn't even make sense when I say, like, but when it's bouncing around in your yeah. head, like it's, it makes all sense. And then you're like, oh, this is how it is. They hate me. And this is why. And then you say it out loud. You're like, well, there's, that's dumb. So there's something that happens with that auditory processing, mm-hmm. you know, that gives you truth. And so like, it's important to be able to say it out loud. You can say it out loud to yourself. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's okay. Cause sometimes just speaking it out, that's enough to process it. Um, if you don't get free from it after saying it out loud for yourself, like you need to find that trusted person and saying, Hey, this is how I feel. And this is what I believe. Is there truth here? You know, help me find the truth. Am I believing truth or is there something that I'm missing? And so yet again, it's important to have those people in your life that you can kind of check in and trust, trust to do that with. If you don't have a friendship that you can do that with, then definitely see a professional, like go yeah. and see a counselor and talk to them about like what the thoughts are that you believe about yourself and, and really check in and then let them teach you how to find the truth. You know, because sometimes we've talked about this too, that like if you get, if you get on a job interview or a job review, I guess is more accurate. And they give you 10 things that you're amazing at mm. and they give you one thing they want you to improve on. Mm-hmm. Like you walk away and you know that one thing you need to improve on. It eats at me for oh, weeks man. and weeks and weeks. Yes. And so then you, you overlook all the good things and you're like, oh, but this one spot doesn't measure up. And so then yep. you focus on that, you know? And so same thing with our own thoughts, like in our own actions that we know we've done. It's like, well, you may have done a hundred nice things, but you've done one that's terrible and you think, you let that one define you yep. in your own head. Yeah. And so then you need someone over to speak truth and go, okay, so that was like 15 minutes of your life. Have you seen the rest of the things that you've done? Have you noticed how you've like done these, had these other accomplishments or treated people well in these other moments? And it's like, point them to that. Yeah. And so I think it's important Good. like to have, have another voice besides just your own. I would agree with that. It just makes sure that you're you know, we, I, I always go back to these filters that we look through things, but, mm-hmm. but we, you definitely carry a filter of this is, this is my viewpoint, but we've talked many times about having perspective, getting perspective, gaining perspective from other people. And so this is one of those areas where we would truly encourage you get some perspective, right? Um, a lot of times we take those one single instance things that mm-hmm. like eat at us over and over and over mm-hmm. again. 
and we don't realize that that's one in the 10, like you had mentioned. But in terms of life, like our, who, and kind of what you, what Todd said earlier, you know, you're out there and you're putting it forward, you're doing all of these things. Mm -hmm. But if you're, if your head is not matching that and you're feeling insecure, you're feeling angry or you're, you're hurt, yeah. It, it impacts how you interact with other people, right? Yeah. You're holding back because mm -hmm. you're not allowing that to, you're not letting that go and allowing yourself to, to, to be right. yourself. I also like feel like I want to, to caution though, like pick who you're going to let speak into that. Mm. Yes. Right. Because if you have an, <laughs> an unkind person that really doesn't see you for who you are and they're like, they continue to speak death over you, yes. you know, like speak negative things like that's not who you want to go and check in with about, right? You want to check in with Very something true. that can see you for who you are and um and, and that can can say okay yeah here yes these are the things that you need to work on but don't don't miss the things that you're good at and so um you know not everyone has healthy relationships that they like in family like you can't always go to your mom some people can't go to their mom some people definitely can you know um but like picking that person on purpose well, mm -hmm. that's a bunch of peas um and making sure that you're going to get truth from them, I think is, a, is necessary. Yeah. And I will, I will say too, like sometimes it's a great point. You don't have those people in your life as someone who is always out there. Like I want to help people, right? It's my thing. I'm a fixer. Sorry. Um, mm -hmm. but I think about some of the people immediately, some of the people in my life who are, are in that boat and always speaking like the negative things about themselves. Uh -huh. Right. Like I, I, I know I always say, yeah, but you, you know, this and that, and they, like I'll try and give some positives, but boy, framing it in that way makes it um, so much more important as a friend to really, really give some beautiful feedback, yeah. some really good, positive, uplifting feedback um, wh where you have opportunity. Yeah. And so again, if you don't have those people, like go to a professional, like they yeah. are trained to do that. They're trained to be able to like speak truth over you and like challenge your thoughts and say, wait a minute, you're missing these things about yourself. Yeah. And so they're not going to overlook or like glaze over the things that you need to fix because there, there may be some things there, but they're going to like challenge the things that, um, that you hold to be true to make sure that there's evidence of those things. Yeah. Because not everything in your life is negative. Yeah. Like, those thoughts, those thoughts are all negative, but mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't need to be because that is not who you are. Mm -hmm. So uh, one of the points that we want to make is that you, you try to bury your past. Mm -hmm. Like you try to bury the things that you've done. And so, but anytime you try to bury it, it's always going to lift to the, the surface at some point. Yep. Like it's always there. So like if you're not, if there's something that you've done and that you either have shame or embarrassment over, or like you wish that you hadn't done and that you regret, like you really can't bury it because it's going to pop up like the walk, the whack-a-mole game, yes. right? Like just all of a sudden it pops up and then you wop it down and then it's up again, you know, pops up in a different spot and like, yeah. I'm trying to manage this. And like, um, it's going to be there. So it is important to like process those things that are underneath the surface that you haven't forgiven yourself for. I would agree with that. I, I know in my life, that was, that was when I first started working through some of the forgiveness issues that I had, that was the hardest part, right? Like I, like I said before, I've let, let go of a lot of things. I've forgiven a lot of people, but forgiving myself for some of the just the simple dumb things that I've done, like little yeah. tiny things that just defined me. Like mm -hmm. they, they became my identity. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not good in social situations because this happened one time. Yeah. Um, and so having to, having to work through and let that go and realize that that isn't, that doesn't, that doesn't define me. That isn't my identity and really moving forward through that. Mm -hmm. I think the next point is that we, um, we beat ourselves up for things that we've done. Mm -hmm. And like, man, I can be really good at that. 
Like, you know, I've had to learn, like I have a sign here in my office that says I'll do that differently next time. And so I've had that in my office for years, like before I moved to Pennsylvania. So like that was a Kansas sign. And so like, it's been a long time. I've had it in my office and it's always for me, right? (laughs) It's for me, but it's also to point other people to it as well, because it's like, I'm going to do that differently next time. And I, I know we've talked about it before on the podcast, but like oftentimes we do something and then, um, and then you're like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? Why did I, you know, I know I messed that up. They're never going to ask me to hang out with them again. That's so terrible. I'm awful. Well, instead of like living there, then I'll take the moment and go, okay, wait a minute. What did I do that wasn't so great in the situation? How did I handle this inappropriately? Okay, so what am I going to do differently next time this position, this situation presents itself? Like, I want to make sure that I'm ready with a game plan. Like, okay, so next time this person comes to me and says this, this is going to be my reaction. So I feel like it's me taking control then of my future, mm-hmm. right? So it doesn't have to look like my past. Yep. And so, okay, uh, looking at it as a learning situation, like really assessing it and going, okay, what did I get out of this? And so I can go, man, that was stupid. Okay, now what? Right. Mm -hmm. Instead of just hanging out in the that was stupids. A lot of times we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to get it right. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, knowing that we're not perfect, we're we're never going to be perfect. We we really do have to kind of set ourselves up in that way. Right. Okay, that wasn't great. But what am I going to do next time? Right. How can I make it better for next time? Always looking towards improving as opposed to panicking and worrying that you're going to just keep repeating the same mistakes you have the choice right stop take the moment pay attention to what happened and say oh yep okay that felt kind of yucky but i'm gonna do i'm gonna do it differently i'm gonna do it this Mm -hmm. way next time it's a great example i also think that like this just came to me now we haven't talked about this part yet but i think that part of being able to forgive yourself is like believing the best in yourself Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. yeah i would agree with that being able to see that you can be better than what you have been Yes. You know, and so like if you struggle to see the best in yourself, it's going to be hard to let yourself off the hook for the things you've done. So true. Right? Because you need to be able to see, I can be better. I can do this differently. I can improve. And so you, you've got to have this this perception of yourself that I don't have to stay where I'm at. Like, I definitely think it's important to recognize where you are, but also to see where you want to be and where you want to go. And like, how can I be the best version of myself? How can I look the most like Christ? What do I need to do to make that happen? And, um, and, and going moving forward in that instead of staying stuck where you're at. I like that. Yeah. So talk about beating yourself up. Like I have, I had a story that came to mind. Um, when I was in the fifth grade, my mom came to, it was, we have the gym that day and it was square dance day. <laughs> and so my mom came and I think it was, you know, it was in the eighties at some point. And so we had a video camera. And so she came and videoed us square dancing. And so there's a video of me doing the square dancing in the fifth grade and where you're like having to grab hands with people and there was a boy that I refused to grab his hand and, um, mm. and then kept dancing. I regret that so much. <laughs> I, I feel so terrible about that because it, like it's documented, like it's on a video, <laughs> like me being rude to someone. Now, listen, I was kind of a snot bag in, in uh, you know, elementary school. And so like, I don't know why I thought that I was too good to grab his hand, but how rude is that? Like, I have sincerely looked that that kid up on Facebook and tried to find him and I cannot find him because I want to send a message and go, I'm sorry. I was so mean <laughs> because like that is not who I would am today. Yeah. I would not do that. And so then, then, I mean, maybe that's a silly, it's a fifth grade example, but like, I just cringe every time I think about that going, Oh, I can't believe that's something that I did. Yeah. Like, so I've committed to do it differently next time. So the next time I square dance, I'm going <laughs> to grab everybody's hand. Like I'm touching everybody. <laughs> come you know, to the fall biscuit of it <laughs> we're gonna plan a square dance so i can redeem myself <laughs> oh, my oh. and then like my dad has one that, like that i was thinking about too so 
Oh, he was my coach of my 14 and under softball team. So like I'm 44 right now. So this is a good 30 years ago. And so, um, I was, it was I was at bat. I hit a triple and uh, I think this was like a championship game, I think for the oh, wow. league. Okay. Yeah. And so he was the third base coach. And so there was someone that was, I, I'm pretty sure that we had, we had a couple of people on base, but I, I don't remember exactly. He could, re- he could tell you, he remembers, <laughs> right? So, so there was, for sure there was someone in front of me. And so then I was coming around to third base. Well, so he had sent the person in front of me home as in like he was waving his hands in a circle, sending her home and he's watching what's taking place at home base and he's not noticing his hands. And so he's continuing to single signal to run home. And so I'm looking at the coach like you're supposed to do. And so he signaled for me to run home. So I ran home. So the person got um, tagged out in front of me and then I got tagged out. And so immediately behind (laughs) it, right? Well, I'm pretty sure we ended up losing that game. Um, and so my dad still, like, it's been the last three months. My dad is 77, okay? And it's been within the last three months that he's reviewed this game with me, you know, that happened 30 years ago. Mm. And so I was like, Dad, no one remembers this 14 and under softball game but you. Nobody. <laughs> like, nobody. Like, I don't even remember. The only reason I can remember it is because he's talked to me about it through the years so often. It's like, it's really okay to forgive yourself for this. Nobody is like reviewing the footage to say, you know, well, that time Chris Hinkle didn't, you know, yeah. sent her home and we, we lost the 14 and under game, you know, like nobody. Listen, that's like the highlight reel, right? Like, oh, man. But the highlight reel becomes the the list of things that we have done wrong. Mm-hmm. Like it plays for yep. repeatedly through our head, every, every situation that we walk into, every time we have mm-hmm. to go to a family gathering, every time we have uh-huh. to go to something social, it's like the, the, the highlights of all of our mistakes. Right. And and when we were talking earlier about the lies that we believe, right? Like that, those are the lies. Yep. Those are the things that we've de- decided have, for whatever reason, defined us. Yep. Instead of saying, I've improved here, or I've done this differently, or mm-hmm. what about the thing that I did that was really great, right? Like mm-hmm. I've, I've grown and learned so much and I've come so far. Like instead of seeing all of those things, we just keep repeating them over and over and over. Yes. So. And so that, that same phrase that I say to my dad, like no one's thinking about that. That yeah. is something that I use to get past stuff. So if something weird will pop up now, that kid in fifth grade might be thinking about it. If I hurt his feelings, it's very possible. Mm. It's so terrible. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so badly. Anyway, but like there's other, th- he, he may not, he may not he may be happy in his life. Let's hope. <laughs> Let's hope. Okay. Um, and so anyway, but if like, <laughs> if, um, if I have something like that, that's kind of replaying, mm-hmm. then I'll kind of check myself and go, okay, is there anybody else that's thinking about this? Like realistically, mm-hmm. is anybody else spending time thinking about the situation? And like, I'm going to say 10 out of 10. No, <laughs> no, right? they're not. And so like, I don't need to keep thinking about it. I don't need to keep beating myself up from it. I need to learn from it and make commitments for changing in the future, but I don't need to continue to focus on it and think that it makes me who I am. Well, and, and as we were prepping for this, one of the things that I came across was this making a list, right? Where, mm-hmm. where you make a list of what those things are, all the critical, harsh things that you are saying about yourself, you write a list and then you look at them realistically and say, does that really define who I am? Is that really who where's I am? Where's the evidence? Yeah. Yeah. These <laughs> exactly. things are true. Where's yep. the facts? Where's the truth? Where's the data that says this is, this mm-hmm. is the way that you are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I am, um, uh, I don't know. I, I, I call myself dumb all the time because like, oh, that was so dumb. I, I am not dumb. Like right. I'm a smart 
I'm a smart woman, right? Yeah, I you got a high-paying job. I have a really great job I love. I've, I've got some degrees. Not that those things matter, but it doesn't make you smart, but um, but it makes me not dumb. Right, right. right. It's evidence that it's you have evidence, the ability to yes. do smart things. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So so when I look at that list, you know, I, I kind of put myself, went through the task of doing it. So here's your homework. Like, write down all of the things that come to mind when those moments in the real is playing. Like, how are you feeling? Because the root of that is actually emotion, right? Mm-hmm. We, we're feeling a certain way. But the way that we're feeling is just a direct result of what happened. It isn't about who we actually are. Mm -hmm. And so if we can say, oh, that was one moment, like you said, one moment, nobody's thinking about it. Nobody remembers it. It was from, it was me that's holding on to it. And you let it go and you say, I don't have to hold on to that anymore. I don't have to have that like define me or make me feel a certain way in certain situations anymore. Like I can, I can know that I've grown from that. That was in the past and this is where I'm at now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, write it down and say, here's my list of, of things that I don't that I think I am and then write the truth next to it, yeah. write directly next to it and say, I am not stupid. I am this. I am. I'm not dumb. I'm not mm-hmm. awkward. I'm not antisocial. I'm not whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not creepy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah. you've got on your list, put the truth down next to it so that you can see it. Yeah. So what about blaming others? Do you ever blame mm-hmm. others for what happened to us? Like why we are the way we are? Well, if they hadn't treated me that way, then I wouldn't be like this. And so like, we don't feel like we have to forgive ourselves because it's someone else's fault that we're the way we are. I think there are people like that. I know for me, it's more about, oh, it's all on, it's all on me. Like what I didn't do as opposed to what someone else did that caused me to be the way that I am. Um, I, I could have gone very easily either way, especially with like the, the family situation that I had growing up. Like I could lay blame, um, not everyone comes out of those types of circumstances and doesn't lay blame, right? Yeah. 50-50. But I think laying blame often, I mean, it stems from not wanting to take ownership, right? Mm -hmm. To some degree, like, oh, like you said, I'm this way because. Uh The truth is you're you're that way, you're allowing that way to exist in your life because. Mm -hmm. Yep. um, It's not that you are that way. You don't have to be that way. You can choose something different yeah. same as the thoughts right we talked about thoughts you can choose different actions you can choose different words you can choose to treat people differently yeah you can tr- choose to give people the benefit of the doubt because they are not the same as that one single person who has done something to you to hurt you uh-huh well and then what about like making amends what do you think about that so like so sometimes so we're, right now we're talking about like having perception of yourself and how like like you've done something wrong and like you, or you feel like it's wrong and you beat yourself up and you keep playing the real. And so it's like, it's almost an isolation, Mm -hmm. but what if you need to go and make amends to someone? What if like, as you, like what I was saying about finding that kid, (laughs) what do you do? Because you you looked (laughs) right. And so, so like, so I did try. And so I can't do that. Right. But, or I haven't been able to, I might, maybe I'll Google search him tonight and see if I can find him. Like I still try, but sometimes there may be a time when you realize, Oh, Mm -hmm. I've wronged this person. I, I need to go and and ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, I've that is not easy. Let me just put that out there. It's yeah. not easy to be the one to just walk up and be like, "I'm sorry." Yeah, I've gotten better at it though. Uh huh. I do it more frequently. Uh huh. I've stopped saying I'm sorry all the time for every little thing that meant nothing because I'm more secure in myself and what I know and and my you know what yeah. I'm presenting. But mm-hmm. at the same time. 
going out and actually saying, I'm sorry, yeah. I recognize that what I did could have hurt you. Uh-huh. And I would just, I just want to acknowledge that and, and apologize. I will try and do better going forward. Yeah, we talked a little bit about that on the how to side of it, right when you're when you're giving and receiving, but um, it really is about how you present yourself and, and the, you know, be genuine and be sincere when you're doing it. Because yeah. otherwise, it's just, it has the same impact that that others have had on you, right? Uh-huh. Like you're just kind of passing it around to someone else. Um, so I would say be sincere, be genuine, but 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 go seek it out. Yeah. Well, and so it's hard, but go seek it oh, out. Oh man, it is. Yeah. I had someone, um, I've had two people recently. One person, uh, we went to lunch and kind of talked about some things. And so, uh, I was really surprised that this person reached out to me and, but said, they let's sit down and talk about this. And, and, uh, they asked me to forgive them. And so I, I was very willing to do that because I, I don't want to harbor unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, you know, that, that took guts to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like our, our lives weren't passing, um, weren't crossing paths very much. And so like we both could have gone about our business and it not been an issue. Um, but, but she wanted to apologize. And so, um, uh, I, I also reciprocated in things that I felt that, that I should apologize for. And, um, and so like it was a good thing. Um, but you know, I, that, that took guts to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that would have been a situation that I was probably aware that that forgiveness needed to happen. Then the second one, um, had someone come that I didn't know that, that the person that I needed to forgive them, they came and said, Hey, I, I need you to forgive me. I've done this against you. Mm-hmm. And so like, um, I didn't even know, I didn't even know that that had happened, you know? And so then it, that was easy, right. To offer forgiveness mm-hmm. about that. Cause going like, I didn't even know I'd been wronged, you know? Um, but like having someone come like, that feels good. Like yeah. it feels like, okay, they're, they're saying to you, like, you're important enough that to me that I want to restore this relationship. Yeah. Like I want to make sure that there's not hard feelings between us. And so then, um, so then it feels good when they're doing that. I would agree with that. It does definitely feel good when it happens. But I also just as a, I mean, I've had that happen to me once where someone came and said, I just want to apologize for this. And I, I then got in my own head. So oh, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, oh. Like you didn't know it was a problem. And right, they I didn't it know it was a problem and they brought it up. And then I was like, mm, well, I, I never would have never thought that. But now that you've given me this perspective, now I got to play the voices in my head and figure out, you know, what the truth is in it. Yeah. So, um, so sometimes I think it can be, it can be hard as someone receiving, like mm-hmm. I, when someone comes and says, I, I need you to forgive me for this, especially when you don't know, you didn't know it was happening. And what did I do to contribute to that, that yeah. maybe, you know, made them feel or have the thoughts or, or the, or do the actions that, you know, created that, that scenario or situation. Yeah. So it can be, I mean, it can be, it can mess with you a little bit too at the same time. Right. Have you ever like had to seek forgiveness from someone and it not go well? Like that you go and say, Hey, I need to apologize. And then it not, that they don't want it or they are mean like they're, they're thinking well this is my opportunity to let you have it and how you <laughs> wronged me like oh well now that you're here and saying you're sorry you're right you should be because this is what you did to me have you ever had moments like that no I honestly okay. haven't I well because that's good I was always the one saying I'm sorry even if it wasn't my fault right okay. like so I would just apologize for everything and every yeah uh, every moment I was always apologizing and yeah. so so I don't really know. How about you? Have you? Well, I mean, maybe a little bit. Um, I always, though, spend time in the conversation until it gets resolved. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like I want to make sure that it gets worked out. I, I don't want to leave that scenario with hard feelings, 
you know, okay. I want to make sure that we talk it through. And, um, but yeah, in those moments, it can feel uncomfortable because like when you come, if someone's very hurt against you mm-hmm. and you go and you say, Hey, I need to apologize for how I wronged you. That person then has a decision to make. They can either like go, yeah, you're right. You should be sorry. Cause this is how you hurt me. Or they can say, I really appreciate you coming to me because, because this is how I was hurting. You know, mm-hmm. like, like you can like be kind about it or you can be rude about it. Well, we did talk a little bit about maturity, I think, mm-hmm. last time. Um, okay, yeah. And so some of that, you know, is the how, you know, do you want to hold on to it? Do you not want to hold on to it? Are you yeah. willing to let go? Are you willing to give grace? There's a, a level of maturity in forgiveness. So we start out and we're not great at it. We're, yeah. We're learning, we're trying to figure it out. You know, we may give it and somebody may not even be in a space where they even understand mm-hmm. how to receive it, right? Mm-hmm. So. So you're going to have those situations. You're right. And I, I really never thought about it, but that does make it pretty awkward. But as we grow, um, I think individually, you ad- like as a person, you're going to adapt to um, to be able to see who, where that person is at by the reaction that they give, right? Like yeah. whether they're willing to give forgiveness or they want to, you know, or they just want to like berate you or whatever the case may be. I mean, that's an indicator. And so you can use that as a guide for yourself and know that I've said, I'm sorry, I genuinely meant that I'm sorry. I'm willing to work through this with you. But if this is this is how it's going to be, you know, we've talked sometimes about how sometimes we have to separate a relationship. And so there may, someone may not be ready to, to give forgiveness. They may not have done the work that they need to do in order to let that go. Uh-huh. Um, so we have to respect that. Yeah. Um, but it can it can sometimes get really, really awkward. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it is. But but I think that you feel better though mm-hmm. when you when you do the right thing. Even if yeah. they don't receive it well, like you mm-hmm. can say in your own mind, I did what I was supposed to do. I was thinking the same thing like at, at least I did what I knew and I'm I'm, I'm called to mm-hmm. do. I'm supposed to be doing this. So, I'm right. supposed to say I'm sorry and I'm supposed to mean it and I'm supposed to grow from it and be different the next yeah. time. Um but the effort, you're right. Like I can't I can't really recall back to like I said I was always apologizing. So, I can't really recall back to a time where I purposely just said, I need to come to you and apologize. Maybe I have people that I need to do that with. I haven't identified those yet, but that does take a lot of courage to get to, to, to go and to seek forgiveness from someone. Because you don't quite know how they're going to respond. Exactly. But at the, at the end of the conversation though, hopefully you walk away with a lighter heart. Yes. Because you've done what you needed to do and you can't be responsible for their answer. You really, really can't, right? right? And we so, say all the time, you have to. Con- yeah. you only you can tr- you can only control yourself, right? How you react to what they're giving you, or or whether or not you're giving, you know, giving or asking for forgiveness. So yeah. But I think if you can can go and apologize mm-hmm. and make amends in some way, like I think that that helps you to forgive yourself for sure. Because you're like, here I am making an effort to do it differently, you know, to approach it differently and see it through their eyes and do something else. Yeah, I agree with that. Like you're you're do it differently next time. That definitely. That applies in this case. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like <laughs> I feel like there's this. Um, it's kind of unspoken, right? Where there's this awkward, awkward pause sometimes in those moments. And every time I think about having to ask someone for forgiveness, the anxiety level that I have goes through the roof. Like mm. I don't want to have to face that situation. Um, what kind of tips can you give someone who has to approach that? Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Well, goodness. So tell me why you think it's hard. Give me more about that. Well, you've got a circumstance, right? If I'm going to approach someone to offer forgiveness because I have wronged them in some way, we obviously we've said it takes courage. And obviously we don't know how they're going to react. We don't know what's going to come back at us. And we do want to get to the place where we're like, I have learned what I needed to learn from this and I'm mm-hmm. going to do it differently mm-hmm. and I'm going to forgive myself. But 
going into it, how do we get that courage? How do we build ourselves to the point where we're like, we can identify this was my role in it and I need to own this piece of it and I need to step out and, and ask them to forgive me? How do you? Well, I almost think it's, it's rooted in humility. Okay. Like to be able to understand that like you're not perfect. Okay. And that it's okay, like you've messed up and it's okay to not have pride. Oh, I like that. You okay. know, to kind of drop that wall and go, hey, I owe you an apology. And so then like you're not too good to say sorry. Yeah. Because sometimes, like I said, anxiety is where it gets me like, oh my gosh, I have to do this and I don't want to do this. So mm-hmm. as you mentioned, it, it isn't always a bad scenario or situation. Right. Sometimes they don't even realize. Right. So that's great. But we were, and, and it helps us to realize there's probably lots of things that we were holding on to that we don't have to, right? Yeah. When we get those moments. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It, it, because it takes, I, I think if you have like safety in, in yourself and you're comfortable with who you are, mm-hmm. then you understand that, you, that you're broken too. Right. And like, oh, you, yeah. Like oh, you want to do things the right way, but you may not. And so like, if you're not prideful, then you can go, oh yeah, I could have done that wrong. Or, you know, um, I, yeah, I didn't intend that. I'm so sorry that that's what you took away. Like I'm, I'm, I didn't mean to do that, you know? Um, and so I will definitely pay attention to my actions so that next time you don't receive that message or that, you know, that I don't send that message. And so I think it's like knowing yourself enough to know you're not perfect. And the, so to be able to admit that there's areas that you need to do differently, um, I, I think it's just, it's maturity and it's humility. Yeah. yeah. And I was going to say, I'm, I'm reminded of last week when we talked about getting defensive, don't get defensive yeah. because they're, it's not an attack on you. It's just a, an area for you to grow. Mm-hmm. Right. So what do you think about being able to forgive yourself when someone else won't forgive you? What do you think? Well, I, I mean, I think what we just talked about, if you, if you've asked for forgiveness, um, if you've, you know, tried to make amends, mm-hmm. if you've tried to have the conversation, I would go back to, I've done what I feel like I I have to do and I have to have peace with that. If the relationship doesn't heal, okay, then it was not meant to heal, right? right? Like, like I can't make them forgive me. Right. I can only request forgiveness and say that I'm sorry. Yep. And, and that's all I have control over. Right. I I can, I can, you know, ask for it and, and whatever I get back, I'm going to have to deal with. Right. Right. And when I say deal with, I mean, you go away, you take the feedback that you're given and you say, okay, what do I do with this? Again, doing it differently, right? Yeah. How do I grow from this? How do I not repeat this? How do I, how do I not hurt someone in the same way? Is there truth here? Is, Is there, there not? truth? Yep. 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 Yeah. Because a lot of times though, you know, that someone may be very upset and use words and speak unkindly just because of the anger and the, the, uh-huh. the emotions that are there. Yeah. Uh, so really like separating out truly who you are, go back to your list. This is who my head says I am or who, who, who anger. God says I am. Yep. Oh, well, like in anger, who someone else says I am. But then, right. yes, you're right. Who God says I am. What are those things that I really know about myself? What is the truth in this situation? Yeah. Well, and so then our ability to forgive ourselves can't be dependent on someone else forgiving us. Very true. Yeah. I mean, that it does boil down to that, doesn't mm-hmm. it? I think because yeah. like, like if um, you're right, we have to make sure we've done everything that we can in our mm-hmm. power. But at the end of the day. It's, you know, you, you have to, if you've done what you need to do and they choose not to forgive you, then uh, you can't own that. Right. You know, but you have to forgive yourself because you like, you did your part. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent with that one. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't carry it with you for the rest of your life. Like, no. yeah, it's no, it, it weighs you down. It weighs you down. It definitely And does. it prevents you from having good, meaningful relationships with other people. Because if like you meet somebody new and um, you want to build a relationship with them, if you haven't dealt with that 
highlight reel that you're playing in your head, then you're like, oh, well, they're not going to like me because these are the things that I've done before in relationships. And so it's really not, there's no point in me like trying to make friends with them because they're going to figure out that I'm the biggest loser out there and not from the TV show. And, um, they're not going to want to hang out with me, you know? And so then you have to let those things go and go, well, that's true for me before, but it's not true about me now. And I want an opportunity to do it better and do it differently moving forward. And to step out and try to take the opportunity to Mm -hmm. do it differently, Mm -hmm. not to let those things hold you back. Yeah. So if someone's struggling to forgive themselves, um, I think they need to find someone that can speak, can see them where they are and speak truth over them. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that person as a friend in your life, then like definitely going to see a professional would be good and to kind of process through those things and help them lead you to see the truth. I agree. I think that's super important. I do. Mm-hmm. I think that summarizes everything we've kind of talked about today. Yeah. Like you don't have to, you don't have to continue to be who you were. Nope. Yeah. You can be different. Well, when I'm always reminded, like there's this song I love and your mercy is new each day, right? Like uh-huh. there's a song. Uh, and it just basically means every day is a new start. You yeah. get an opportunity every single day to yeah. start over and be someone different. Mm-hmm. And it not so much just different for the purpose of being different, but purposely being different. Right. Right. Well, and so also we have to understand like if we are Christ followers mm-hmm. and he's forgiven us, you know, yeah. then, then we need to forgive ourselves. Yeah. So if you've taken the time to ask God to forgive you, what did you say earlier that like before we talked about this, you said that he's thrown our sins as far as the East is from the West. Like he doesn't keep track of them. He doesn't keep a oh, record yeah, of yeah. our wrongs. Yeah. No. But yet we keep a record. Of that our ties wrongs. into the mercies new every day. Like he just, he literally, like when you ask for God forgive, forgiveness, he says, yep, you're done. And we're moving on. He doesn't write it down anywhere. He doesn't keep track of it. There's no right. list that says, well, remember when you did that. God's not got a highlight reel, right? right. His highlights are all of the things that you've grown into, right. not what you've done in your past. Right. So we, we owe that to the people in our lives to be able to carry that forward and show that same, same grace in our lives. That's good stuff. Okay. So I think that wraps up forgiveness. That's our three weeks of forgiveness. Yes, yes, right? yes. And so our next episode, we're going to talk about the science of friendship. I'm so excited about I, this. No, this is going to be a good one. Like we're digging into this for sure. So um, so we can't wait to discuss more about that and what we've discovered. Uh, if you have any questions for us, uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, BustedBiscuits3 at gmail.com yes, yes. or on our website, BustedBiscuits.us. Dot, dot US, thank you. And so um, we'd love to hear from you if you have any anything, any topics you'd like us to cover or any uh, input that you have or any, any point that you think we might have missed that you said, hey, you should talk about this. Like we would love to hear from you from that. Yeah. So um, we, we will talk to you next time when we bust some biscuits.